and thank you for listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. Frankie and I had a wonderful time at the Malakoff Cornbread Festival this weekend. Why don't you tell the folks at home how it felt to be pied in the face with corn batter, Frankie? Well, Frankie's in the control booth, so you probably didn't hear that anyway. But as always, we're coming to you live from the Purple Street Studios in beautiful downtown Jollyville. Today on the program, we have a history chat segment, which Julia Stonewash assures me is perfect for Halloween. And after that, the Chipperton Community Theater treats us to a story by Terry Bisson. On Community Beat, Uncle Asar interviews Joseph Granado, Director of Student Activities and Leadership at Chaminade University in Honolulu, Hawaii. As always, this podcast may be recorded for quality assurance purposes. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. My name is Paul Fredrickson, and I'm running for mayor of Jollyville. I believe in doing the right thing, so that's why I want to remind you that it is important to vote in local, state, and federal elections. Democracy works best when everyone's voice is heard. Go to vote.gov to make sure that you are registered to vote and remember to vote at every opportunity. This message was paid for by the Paul and John Fredrickson Grassroots Locals Only Volunteer Campaign Effort of Jollyville. I'm Paul Fredrickson and I approve this message. Gossamer, silky, weightless, announcing the all-new line of luxury linens by the designer Robert Cheerful. What a wonderful day to follow Jollyville Radio on social media. I'm Paul Fredrickson, and this is KJVR. Stonewash. This is KJVR Jollyville Radio, and you're listening to History Chats, where we bring in famous people every week and let our listeners ask them questions. This week, our listeners will know this person as someone who gave up the ghost. It's Lizzie Borden. For our listeners at home, we have gone ahead and removed all sharp objects from the studio. What's that? Oh, nothing. It's just, uh, thanks for being here. How about we hear from our first caller? Well, hello, Lizzie. My name is Kitty Westlake, and here I am in the kitchen making your infamous meatloaf recipe. And you know, I can't read my own handwriting. So in order to mix it up real good, do I give it 40 reps or 41? I plead the fifth. Lizzie, you're, you're not on trial. This is just a radio show. Well, if that's the case, then yes. Yes. Yes to what? 40 or 41? Exactly. (laughs) Next caller, (laughs) you're on the air. So, did you do it? Do what? You know, uh, kill your parents. 
Oh, it's a real tragedy. But who's to say, really? Um, you are? The state never found anyone guilty. So, I guess we'll never know. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Next caller. Hello, Lizbeth. It's me, Carrie Gardner, from the Turkeys and Icing Sports Show. <laughs> I don't speak to reporters anymore. Um, Carrie is a sportscaster. She's not here to grill you. All right, then. What's your question? New England has a really rich athletics tradition with sports such as ice hockey, lacrosse, and rugby. What are some of your favorite outdoor activities? Personally, I love a good walk in the woods, the brisk air, falling leaves, and I tend to carry a small axe with me in case I come across some fallen timber that would be great for the fireplace. Oh, oh fine. Oh, okay, uh, no pressure, but does anyone have a real question? Uh, hello? What do you want? Um, do you think there's life after death? <laughs> no, we are not gonna go there. This concludes our show, right, Frankie? Yeah? Okay, well, what a striking episode this has been. Miss Borden, thanks for being here, and it appears that security is here to escort you. I mean, <laughs> accompany you on a tour while you leave the studio. For KJVR in Jollyville, I'm Julia Stonewash. We'll see you next time on History Chats. Hi, my name is Abby Branker from the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast. And my name is Michael Crosa, director of Jollyville Radio. We're teaming up to bring you a very scary special treat this Halloween. It's a story called Hello Listener, You're on the Air. And it's about a radio host in Malakoff, one of the towns next to Jollyville. We're very excited about this because it's going to be so different than anything we've ever done on Jollyville Radio before. Hello, listener. You're on the air. A collaboration of Jollyville Radio and the Lunatics Project coming Halloween 2020. Last season on the Brothers Burfield. If you're listening to this tape, it means I was murdered. Grandma Burfield. No. A story of deceit and sabotage. Brother, there was something wrong with the tomatoes. The new season brings a whole new series of twists and turns. I've left a series of clues about the whereabouts of my research. This just in. It seems that one of the Burfield brothers, heirs to the Malakoff bubble bath fortune, is in the hospital after allegedly ingesting questionable tomatoes. But amidst uncertainty, one brother makes a vow. I promise you, Grandma Burfield, I will discover the circumstances of your death. Watch the Brothers Burfield on your local public broadcasting station every Thursday at 7, 8 central. Hi, this is John, and I'm the host of the podcast Fado, an audio adventure into fantasy, folklore, and fairy tales. And you're listening to KJVR, Jollyville Radio. <clears throat> well, hello, everyone. This is Kitty Westlick. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of presenting to you a special performance by the Chipperton Community Theater. They will be presenting to you a story called 
They're made out of... Wait, wait, Frankie, Frankie. Frankie, is this right? Are you sure? Uh, Okay. It's a story called They're Made Out of Meat. Written by the supremely talented, and I must say, a very good-looking hunk indeed, Terry Bissett, and performed by the Chipperton Community Theater. Take it away, fellas! They're made out of meat. Meat? Yeah, meat. They're made out of meat. Meat. There's no doubt about it. We picked several from different parts of the planet, took them aboard our recon vessel, probed them all the way through. They're completely meat. That's impossible. What, uh, what about the radio signals? The message to the stars? Well, they use radio waves to talk, but the signals don't come from them. The signals come from machines. So who made the machines? That's who we want to contact. They made the machines. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Meat made the machines. That's ridiculous. How can meat make a machine? You're asking me to believe in sentient meat. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. These creatures are the only sentient race in the sector, and they're made out of meat. Maybe they're like the four-line. You know, they're carbon-based intelligence that goes through meat stage. Nope, they're born meat and they die meat. We studied them for several of their lifespans, which didn't take too long. Do you have any idea the lifespan of meat? Uh, spare me. All right, all right. Maybe they're only part meat, you know, like the, what I like. Uh, meat head with an electron plasma brain inside. No, actually, we thought of that since they do have meat heads like the what I like, but I told you we probed them. They're meat all the way through. No brain? Oh, they there's a brain, all right. It's just the brain out of is made out of meat. So what does the thinking? Oh, God, you're not understanding, are you? The brain does the thinking, the meat. Thinking meat. You want me to believe in thinking meat? Yes, thinking meat, conscious meat, loving meat, dreaming meat. The meat is the whole deal. Are you getting the picture? Oh, my God. <sighs> you're serious. All right. So they're made out of meat. Finally, yes, they are indeed made out of meat. And they've been trying to get in touch with us for almost a hundred of their years. What does the meat have in mind? (laughs) Well, first it wants to talk to us and I imagine it wants to explore the universe and contact other sentients, swap ideas and information, you know, the usual. We're supposed to talk to meat? That's the idea. That's the message they're sending out by radio, you know. Hello? Is anyone there? Anyone home? You know, that sort of thing. All right, so they actually talk then. They use, like, words, ideas, and concepts? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Except they do it with meat. I thought you just told me they used radio. Okay, well, they do, but what do you think is on the radio? Meat sounds! You know how when you slap or flap meat, it makes a noise? They talk by flapping their meat at each other. They can even sing by squirting air through their meat. Oh, gosh. Singing meat? All right, this is, this is too much. Um, what do you think? What do you, what do you advise? Officially or unofficially? Uh, I'll take both. Okay, 
Well, officially, we're required to contact, welcome, and log in any and all sentient races or multi-beings in the quadrant without prejudice, fear, or favor. Unofficially, I advise that we erase the records and forget the whole thing. I was hoping you'd say that. I mean, it seems harsh, but um, there is a limit. You know, do we really want to make contact with meat? Totally agree. What's there even to say? Hey, meat, how's it going? <laughs> uh, is this going to work? How many planets are we dealing with here? Just one. They can travel to other planets in special meat containers, but they can't live on them. And uh, being meat, they only travel through sea space, which limits them to the speed of light and makes the possibility of their ever making contact pretty slim. Infinitesimal, in fact. So we just pretend there's no one home in the universe. That's it. It's a little harsh, but say to yourself, who wants to meet meat? And the ones who've been aboard our vessels, the ones you probe, they're not going like, to remember anything at all? Nah, they'll be crackpots if they do. We went into their heads and smoothed out their meat, so it's just a dream to them. <laughs> dream to meat. A little appropriate that we should be meat's dream. And we can mark the sector unoccupied. Good. Agreed. Officially and unofficially. Case closed. Anything else? Any others? Anything interesting on that side of the galaxy? Oh, yes. Actually, there's a rather shy but sweet hydrogen core cluster intelligence in a uh, class 9 star in the G445 zone. It was in contact two galactic rotations ago. Wants to be friendly again. <laughs> always come around. Yeah, and why not? Imagine how unbearably, how unutterably cold the universe would be if one were all alone. Hello, my name is Grandma Burfield, and you're listening to KJVR, Jollyville Radio. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. We're going long distance today, folks, all the way to Shamanad University in Honolulu, Hawaii. We have as our guest, the Director of Student Activities and Leadership, Joseph Granado. Aloha, Joseph. Welcome to Community Beat. Aloha. Thanks for having me. Joseph Granado, you've been in your current role at Shamanad a little over a year. Tell us how your office promotes personal development and leadership among university students. Sure. Um, so first thing is I oversee all the clubs and organizations on campus. And so we provide leadership training and development for all the club officers. So presidents, vice presidents, treasurers, you name it, um, to enhance their leadership skills. I also advise the student government on campus, which is our advocacy group for student well-being and welfare. Um, as well as our programming board on campus, which does a lot of the large-scale events um, and programs that are offered for students. Um, in addition to those clubs and organizations, my office uh, coordinates the Marinus Leadership Center, which is a leadership workshop series uh, with our vice president for mission. And we enhance things on communication skills, um, effective communication strategies for student leaders, um, advocacy work, um, this year's focus is going to be on team building and how to build teams um, within organizations and groups. 
what extent are your students involved, uh, directly involved in the community? Currently um, in Hawaii, uh, they're very involved because a lot of the students are from within the state. Then, um, and so they have a lot of family connections with political leaders um, and state representatives and state legislature. Um, and then because a lot of them are Native Hawaiian, they work a lot alongside Native Hawaiian leaders within the state. Um, for example, one of my current student employees is going to host a program with uh, Native Hawaiian leaders on uh, Native Hawaiian advocacy um, here within the state. And so we'll have a panel um, of students and staff, as well as political leaders from the different islands in Hawaii. Um, that will address certain issues related to this population. Okay, Joseph, here are two final questions I'm sure everyone's thinking about. Are beach outings and movie nights still part of your programming at the university? And where can we apply for admission or employment? (laughs) So because of the current state of affairs globally with COVID-19, things like movie theaters are closed right now, unfortunately. Our governor um, and our mayor in Oahu just announced that beaches are now open again for solo um, utilization. So you can't form in groups um, at the beach, unfortunately, but you can go by yourself. You can go tanning. You can go hang out at the beach alone, do some relaxing and some reading. Um, You can enjoy the ocean. Um, You can go surfing. You can go snorkeling, sailing, things like that. All that is open. Um, just right now, it's pretty much shut down due to the pandemic. Um, and I've been getting a lot of questions from folks asking, like, can I just move there? Like, if I'm working remotely and working from home, can I just, like, rent out a hotel or Airbnb and just do my remote work from paradise? Um, I'd be wary of that and cautious of that because our, our restrictions are pretty stringent compared to other states. Joseph, give us your web contacts for the various projects you're involved in. Sure. So Leadershape um, is simpleleadershape.org is the main page, and they have all their program offerings there. Um, The Chaminade website for my department is Chaminade, with the letter E um, at the end, .edu slash OSAL, O-S-A-L. And then another organization that I do work with is called Siege Training, and it's siegetraining.com. Thank you for joining us, Joseph Granado, and we wish you the best of the best. Appreciate it. Thank you. This has been Jollyville Community B with Uncle Asar, and dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. The creative team that wrote and recorded this episode of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Alcabalon, Emily Ansonick, Lizzie Brister, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Dayries, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Susanna Kay, Robert Leary, Michael Stanley, Matt Waite, and Kay Wise. But don't worry, this recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Special thanks to Mr. Terry Bisson for letting us use their Made Out of Meat. Jollyville Radio is directed by Michael Crosa with lead editing provided by Dr. Monse Santian and social media help from Amy Costa. 
KJVR Jollyville Radio is supported by listeners like you. To help us out, please tell a friend, post on social media, or leave a rating and review on your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us on the web at jollyvilleradio.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. As always, I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.